Thank you for joining us for episode 10, the first of 2022. For this one, we go into the past and look at those cigars that were amazing back then, but seem to have been forgotten by now, and if you pick them up now, they'd probably still be just as good. Kind of like Blood Diamond, the movie. Stay tuned. As far as, uh, as far as the camera is concerned, we've already started. Okay, I like it. All right, episode 10. 2022. Episode 10 is episode 1 of 2022. That's right. I don't want to confuse people though. 2022 E101 of whatever. <laughs> it's uh start of a new year. And we're going to start off with a new cigar. Absolutely. I'm, I was smoking a cigar that I know is going to come in um, pretty handy. With today's topic, that you just actually brought up um, spontaneously, and I'm not being sarcastic here. Uh, love, love how that just—it uh, took a minute to get to the point, but you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm using my trusty nails. You use your trusty knife. I already used the thing. I'm just giving it a light. I dropped the lighter, so now it's a bad fire. <laughs> it's it's a softer lighter. <laughs> It's bad at fire now. No, it starts. Uh, it starts with a big flame, then it turns small. So uh, it just takes a lot longer to light it, but that's okay because it just gives me a lot more intimate time with this here cigar. As long as you keep talking, that's fine. Because I'm actually using matches. It's going to take a little bit, <laughs> a little, even even longer than you are. Comment section, watch out. Exactly. Here we go, haters. No, I think they love it. They love it. If let, Look at it this way. If if we didn't have them talking about this, they wouldn't comment. And we appreciate the comments, so. The two we get are phenomenal. Two per episode. Ah. Who knew, huh? Who knew we'd get this far? I knew. I knew. <laughs> Dude, we're back. This is this uh, first episode in like... Four or five episodes since we're shooting in uh, in my backyard. The last one we shot here was back in November. So that must have been about six. Episode six. No, episode six you were in D.C. Episode four. The Cubans. Yep. That is true. Episode four. That was just the beginning. So if you didn't watch episode four, we smoked some... 20 and 30 year old Cubans, respectively. And uh, it was a good time. Those were, uh, it was quite an interesting smoking experience because, you know, when cigars age that much, there's more to talk about than just the tobacco in them. So we did that. Yep. And it was a good time. But this time, we're talking about cigars that are classics. Yep. And let's just say they are hidden among the bigger classics but yep. these are just as good and you brought one up earlier at least in my work when i was editing a video you shot the vega magna by quesada casa magna actually well it's a sister brand of vega magna and i'm pretty sure you're referring to casa magna because it won 2008's number one cigar of the year by cigar aficionado with 93 points but it wasn't made at quesada so no, uh, that is yeah. true that is true. So I wanted to 
go with the Vega Magna because the that one is a little less appreciated than the Casa Magna. Because I remember Casa Magna, Cigar of the Year, absolutely, but what did Vega Magna achieve? It was probably something equally great, but it's overshadowed by Casa Magna. Which it is it was point. a great rating, but it wasn't number one by Cigar Aficionado, and, th- and that's, that's a... It's a great topic for another day. It's, it's just how polarizing and how effect how much of an effect does a particular rating from you know X person versus Y get you um, you know out in the market sales wise? Yeah. Um, who really makes a difference for what interest? You know, I love them all, though. I love. I, I agree because <laughs> I, I think every, each and every one of them, even though for some reason they're at the same time of the year, they're usually. Most of them are, are either t- ten or twenty-five, huh? Like who set the standard for this? Well, just like we talked about the, the, yeah, the thirds. We, who set the standard for that? I think it's just one of those things that intuitively came to be, and we did talk about that also. How. Right. Things intuitively come to be, but in the case of the ratings, uh, rating season, we definitely have to think the next episode, or next, after the next, we should uh, get together live and watch the ratings uh, one by one, and as the number one is revealed, we're live. Okay. Because there's a timer. Let's do it. Let's do that. I love it. That's a great idea. So, I think the people, uh, the three of you this time, uh, take it from me, three guys three commenting this time. That's a, that's a bold, that's a bold aspiration right Oh, there. yeah. And, oh, and this, this cigar is bold. This one is bold. It's, uh, I was just going to say that. It, 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 thankfully, it has one or two more months of, of uh, aging to do. I don't think it's going to make any difference in, in terms of uh, the boldness. But uh, it's definitely going to settle down a little more. It it's just been slapped. Yeah, it's this. This already, you know, this probably has like ten months, mm-hmm. nine or ten months of age. Well, I picked, uh, I picked it up from you know who. Yeah. You know when. Yeah. And he told me something similar, but a little fresher, because there was a there was a first but batch. I, these are not from the first batch. Okay, so they're, they're they're probably half the age, maybe a little less. Yeah, that that's uh, that could be it. They they just need a little bit more time letting go of some of those. Uh, Harsher elements in tobacco. That's why we ate cigars, folks. I don't feel anything harsh, though. That that's that's great. But you know that is a that is a fantastic point. And uh, we're talking about Tigers 2.0. Yep, yep. It's bold. Yeah. Tigers 2.0. It's a double two tone. Yeah. Tiger two tone brown. Tiger stripe. It's a tiger stripe. It's a tiger stripe. We showed these off a while back before they were even. Um, you know, put into production. They were they were um, pictured as as a prototype. Actually, it's actually one of the reels with most views in my cigar packs. Really, it's got to it's got to be close to a hundred thousand views in reels. It's crazy. We don't get a fraction of that anymore. It's it's insane. Well, I guess we need to give the people more uh, more, more what they want. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it, they're coming. Oh yeah, and. Uh, well, who's making these? I know, but 
Uh, let's uh, let's leave it for the uh, undisclosed for the release in a couple months. Sorry, you three. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, you'll find out when you find out. So, yeah. and if you don't find out, uh, it's for the better? Question mark. Maybe it's one of those uh, little mysticisms of the industry which uh, we enjoy. A I bunch actually... of people still don't know who makes the original Tiger. So that's Ventura. Yeah, but a lot of people don't know, and they buy the cigar. They have no idea. But we there's a video embedded on the on the product page. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, and, right, we're doing our part. And there's a really nicely done Vitalina. Yep. With all the with all the datum, including who made it. Yep. So it, so you know these guys don't read their manuals when they uh, when they get their new lawnmowers and They're, some such. Uh, <laughs> that's that's me right there, dude. I used to be like that, but. Here's a, an interesting experiment I read old? about. You getting old? No, no, no. I read a lot more uh, product material than I used to. Okay. Because you know about what you just bought. So think of it this way. There's this, there's this experiment done by some academic somewhere. I forgot where. I wish I could quote it. I'll definitely find the research piece and put it in the description. But what they had is three groups of young men do uh, free throws in a basketball court. Okay. But before that... They had each of them train in a different way. One group got to practice the day before physically at the court with, okay. the, with the same balls and hoop. A second group got to see that and think about it and write about it, read about it, read about free throw techniques and all that. Just study it academically. They probably uh, researched the, um, who was it? Was it Jerry West? That uh, had the um, the under uh, underhand throw. Maybe I don't. I, I I'll be honest. I glanced over the results. Yeah. I read I read the the uh, the initial the, the summary of the research, and then I went to the results, and that was incredible. And the third group, they did nothing. They just showed up and and shot and gave it their best and shot their shot. Well, group number one had uh, twenty five points. Out of 25, I think. Something like that. It was 25. A perfect score? A perfect score. They had pretty much a perfect score. Wow. Group number two. Was Jordan shooting? <laughs> I don't Jordan, know. That's got to be like Jordan, Kobe, and, and Curry Look, they, shooting they, free throws. They, well, they had the highest score. Okay. They had a score of 25. I don't remember okay. out of how many, actually. I'm lying. But it was a score of 25. Okay. Guess what group two got? The ones who studied academically but got no hands-on time. Half. No. 24, just one point off. Really? Yeah, just one point off. And the guys who didn't do anything were Must really... kind of athletic guys, though. Well, think about it this way. They knew exactly what they had to do, even though they hadn't practiced. Okay. So that's why you... That's, the whole point is, read your manual, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we were going for. What about the third group? They did poorly. Yeah, all right. they, they they just opened the thing and started using it uh, however they know how to use it. So, and you know about this. I yeah. recently got a neat little speed editor for the editing software I use. So cool. It's really cool, right? But I posted this on my Instagram and one of my friends says, but isn't that for a certain part of the editing process? And I'm like, yes, it is. But you should use that. And he's like, no, I, I don't need to. I already do. It, for those of you who know Resolve, you know there's a cutting page and a timeline page. He says, I don't use the cutting page. I'm like, okay, then why are you using a wrench to nail down a nail? Hmm? He's like, what? Yeah, basically, because the cut page is really efficient at 
setting down the foundation of your video and this speed editor makes it so fast it makes it so much easier and faster and lets you do more uh, so I asked him that and he's like because I, I I never figured it out I never learned it well, read the manual go. There read you the, go. if you read the manual you'll realize that you're gonna get about 20 to 30 percent faster timeline setting the first step of, uh, of a video is you set down your timeline yeah maybe even uh, some money back and maybe all oh, time is money so you're, you're saving time and definitely some money and uh, yeah he basically said all right I'll give it another go I said dude just do it you, you're just you're gonna thank me later and while you're at it read the manual gosh when I was when I was into paintball uh, all these guys who had gun issues would be like how do you know so much about guns I don't whenever you give me your gun when it isn't working all I do is read the manual and figure out how it's supposed to work versus what yours is doing the madman the madman the madman needs to get back on uh, on the attack because I haven't been Miss, to a paintball field Miss in a balls. while I haven't played paintball in a while it, you it's, have it. it's been a you while you are yearning for some balls <laughs> for some paintballs some guppy paint there you it go. comes from a big set of balls all right, listen up, uh, yeah, we're talking about you cigars. people. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna switch into the uh, to the topic topic of the day. Brought to you by Le Jardinier Number Three Five Four, Paramount established in nineteen thirty five. That's a sponsor of the day. For love of nature is their slogan. And uh, yeah. do we love nature? Are those real plants? Yes, they yes. are. They are. Yes, they real are. They're plants. all. They're all real. Plants. Unlike at my place, they're all plastic. So what's it take? You you came in here and you said, "Hey, we, we got to talk about blood diamond." Yep. Was that it? <laughs> Why did, so? I did start off with blood diamond, <laughs> and really hot take. But you know what? Love that movie. Great movie. Blood um, diamond is I, I, straight up. Got here, asked you. Wasn't blood diamond a great movie? It was. It was a fantastic movie. But then again, you, you sort of forgot about how good it was because it was also released. It came out around the same time as other great movies. You know, I like to be a little bit controversial and maybe a little argumentative at times. Go for it. So when you bring stuff like that, I'm going to try to at least, you know, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to bring some empathy i'm going to be a little empathetic and try to understand where you're coming from but at the same time i'm going to be a, a little argumentative and i'm going to tell you yeah kind of <laughs> you did yeah kind of you know it it's not ne like you brought it up and as soon as you brought it up i i i have a a, a you know glimmering shot of dicaprio just like running and and just like all full of dirt in his face like vivid memories maybe i haven't re-watched it in the last couple of years, um, but so so didn't I with like The Godfather or Scarface for ten years. But still one of the both couple of great movies. Um, it's not like super bad that I watch once every six months. You know, it's a different type of movie that you go back and forth to, um, so that you go back to actually. So I'm gonna go ahead and say yes, you have a point. I want to see where you're gonna take this. And I think it's going to be, today's the perfect scenario for you to bring this up. Because how you're going to transition and how you're going to lick that into with cigars, I'm going to have a perfect argumentative, okay. but yet a little bit empathetic 
responds to what you uh, bring. So I'll, I'll let you run with it, and then we'll see where we're, if we, we're talking we about land. Jungian archetypes. You're the wise old man. <laughs> uh, but uh, so Blood Diamond, great movie. Yeah. But it came out in a time period where a lot of great movies were coming out. So what we we think about, let's say. 2000s classics. Was it 05 or 06? It was in the 2000s. <laughs> in the 2000s. Okay. And uh, it, it came out in the same decade. Let's as... trim it down to 2000 to 2010. It, it was, yeah, that's the 2000s, the, the, before the 2010s. Okay, exactly. Yeah. Because we're still in the, yeah. the 2000s. We're in the 2020s. It's by decade, yeah. Okay. It's, it, Let's do it by decade. 2000, gonna, 2010. The zero zeros, what am I going to say? Yeah, 2000 to 2010. Let's do that. Yeah. So, Blood Diamond isn't remembered as fondly as other classics of that era. Like, let's say The Hurt Locker. I think people still... I, I've heard my brother talk about that movie still. Uh, uh, even older Fracture. Movies, by, I, haven't, um, I haven't watched Fracture. Brian Gosling and uh, shoot, uh, Hannibal. Okay. Hannibal was from the two thousands, right? No, it was way older. Hannibal was probably there well, was a the, return. The, yeah, the yeah. return was probably like uh, 98, 99, maybe a little later. There's too many great movies. I mean, too many great movies. Oh, American Psycho, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's pro- uh, probably like two thousand one. For empathetic reasons, I bet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For empathetic reasons. I'm kidding, man. Um, uh, but uh, okay, but yeah. What the point is? I, I think there are cigars like that. Yeah, but, but before we transition into cigars, I think that maybe a reason that you know people don't go back as much to to that movie as they should, and maybe you perceive it as an as an underdog, doesn't necessarily translate to what. We may try to look at it with cigars because, because of the background, right? Because of the background of the movie, it's it's based on a very sad, um, tragic civil war in uh, Sierra Leone. So, you know, it's kind, it's very, it's very, it's very, it's very grim, very grim. It's very graphic. You know, the fact that you know the oppression went so far as to chop off people's hands. You know, it's to, to send a sign not to vote. That's kind of very yeah. grim and, and bloody and graphic and tragic and kind of depressing yes. in a way. It's still a great movie, but that may not be the it, Friday night kind of vibe you want. It doesn't you make you happy back. to watch. It doesn't make you down. happy to watch, but then you mentioned, you know, when I asked you, so how does that relate to cigars? You're like, well, what about the Casa Magnas and other cigars? Yeah. Like, name a few cigars that you... Maybe don't really go back too much as... Well, as I, I guess retro, I guess you could say dig into retroactively because I don't go back to them because I wasn't smoking cigars uh, back in those days. I was a bit, uh, a bit young. Yeah, but still, they're, they're, they're most of them, or maybe not most of them, a lot of them that were around 50 years ago, or maybe don't, don't necessarily link the cigars that were around in that in specific that exact, time, yeah. but... Maybe it's, when you started smoking, or may, let's just say five years ago yeah. versus now. Yeah, so that's, that's the point. Like, that are still in the market. I think cigars are a lot, I was thinking, cigars are a lot like movies. A lot of people are really into what's going on now, and they remember the classics. And after that, what happens to the ones that weren't those on the very top? 
I think there's there's a few that have certain reasons. And when you asked me, I immediately thought of a couple. Go for it. You certainly so, know more law about this than So, I well, think. one, I think one is, is amazing that you asked me. Because I've been smoking that cigar for the last two days. <laughs> the, the... It's... And... and when you got here and you asked me the question, I had one in my mouth. <laughs> That's a big one. No, this is a Padron oh, Classic okay. Series, right? And the Padron Classic Series is one of the most affordable offerings that Padron yeah. has. They, 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 these cigars it's, range from anywhere from like six to eight bucks. Dare I say the only actually affordable ones. The only sub $10 yeah. cigar Padron that you're going to find is probably the Classic Series. So um, I, I used to smoke a lot of these cigars. And, you know, even though they're not as, here's the thing, you're going to grab a 1945 or 60th anniversary or whatever from Padron, a $25 stick, $30 cigar, stick, no, no, no stick, no stick, cigar, chocolate bar, chocolate bar, <laughs> you grab it, and here's, a, here's one of the most interesting phenoms to me, in the, it is one of the ugliest looking toothiest looking wrappers that you'll see yet as soon as you light them up so vi visually aesthetically Very padrones cool. are not the greatest cigars and i'm not taking a, a, a shot at padrone i love padrones one of the most respected brands out there i have all my respect and admiration i've actually found them to light up quite nicely they do but when you look at the wrapper if you didn't know they were padrone they don't necessarily lure you in they have no um, no natural sheen to them. They have, they have this look like, like you know, like these these dark Maduros look like they they were painted and they're like very grimy looking in but, a way. But, but they're definitely not painted. Uh, no, absolutely not. That's what I'm saying. We know that there are cigars, and that's a great subject for for another yeah. day. Yeah, oh, cigars painted, that are painted, painted, painted cigars. And this may sound funny. The cigars are painted. Yeah, uh, whether people know it or not. That really uh, dark San Andres you really like. You love how it's, it's sheen and it's color. Yeah, that's not natural. Uh, well, it's natural, but not to the leaf itself. Uh, a lot of cigars are painted just to lure you in. So, yeah. And they actually taste better before painting. Absolutely. I mean, you generalized, but a lot that do that do look like that have, have a treatment. Uh, but, yeah, we'll get into that a little later. I've been drifting a little, a little away from what I was trying to say, and that yeah. is, you know, you look at these two cigars, and they both look like they could be six or seven, eight dollar cigars. But here's the thing with the classic series: they're 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 less, you know, they're less marketed as as the higher tier. They're sold differently, but they're still fantastic cigar. I can I can compare this cigar with you know twenty dollar cigars in their portfolio, and I love that cigar. And I actually used to smoke a lot of them. Um, I bought one not too long ago, and then yesterday I got one of my buddies gave me two. I smoked one yesterday, I smoked one today. As soon as you came in, you're like, "Oh, name one cigar." I'm like, "Oh, this cigar." Um, when Padron came out with their Valley line, which is this, and people started seeing that they could get a Padron for this price, that they, they went crazy. But for some reason, you don't see them around that much. And these are cigars that have been rated 93, 92, 91. By Sir Aficionado. Ironically, the Casa Magna, the one in 08, was rated 93. So this could have yeah, easily been a number yeah. one cigar of the year. Um, Interesting how you went through that 
thought process because yeah. you've been there sort of like your mind's been there. Yeah. And I haven't explored that Padron essentially. I, I didn't, uh, so it didn't come to mind because I didn't know about it. I didn't know about the fuss and the, the interest that peaked when those came out. But Dude, and let me just link that to another cigar that I think, I mean, there's a few. I can think of Camacho back in the day, but I mean, we all know they transitioned to Davidoff and they have a new face. Maybe they, they don't really connect the way that they used to connect before. Um, made at the same factory, um, actually same country. S- made with the same brand. Um, there's, there's a lot of uh, contrast, contrasting elements there that are going to hinder my, hinder my point a little bit, but still. You don't necessarily hear the same euphoria behind that brand as it as they did before. Even though today there's a new market for it, and there's a lot of people that didn't smoke Camacho ten years ago smoking Camacho now because it comes from Davidoff. I think most Camacho cigars pair up, or or just they're leveled to any cigar that Davidoff makes. They're fantastic. They're branded differently than they were when the brand was originally purchased. By Davidoff. Um, but a cigar that I was going to transition into was another number one cigar of the year. Go for it. I think it was like 10 years ago. My father, Flor de las Antillas. Ooh. So Flor de las Antillas was such yeah. a fan. T- I still have, I'm, I'm going to show you later. I still have a box in there that will probably going to have like nine or 10 cigars. Cello is, is, is as yellow as, as that ball is, as it can <laughs> possibly get like a lot not necessarily yellow. an indicator of, yeah, of but age but if you've seen it like if yeah if you bought them clear and they're yellow yeah, now yeah yeah that that's why it's valuable yeah uh, it's not because you open the box and they're yellow it's yeah. because you've seen them turn yellow correct i mean but but uh, a lot of people don't understand that that there's a hyper acceleration to the yellowing of the cello when there's a little bit of um excess um you know um humidity trapped inside the cellophane and that's why the 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 condensation within the um the cellophane creates that that decoloration in the in the wrapper and that's why the wrapper i mean there's cigars that are one or two years of age and excess of humidity correct and then you trap it you know it's kind of a kind of a young cigar within that cello without the appropriate graduation of moisture and then it yields a little more moisture than it should within a trapped airspace that's well, why that's uh that's something i want to look into further now yeah because i knew there was an artificial way of uh yellowing them further uh yeah. cellophane that is because for those of you who don't know cellophane is actually a natural material correct if you burn it you can actually burn it unlike plastic which will melt and cellophane, if you burn it, it'll char and turn yellow as it burns and has a sweet aroma. Uh, don't ask me why I know so much about burning cellophane. But yeah, uh, cellophane evolves unlike plastic. And, and some manufacturers use plastic to keep the sheen on their product. Correct. Also, well, I was saying maybe maybe that, you know, disappearance... In, in the in the in the mysticity or, or the mystic yeah. aura of what that cigar had for I want to say two years of of uh, you know 
of uh, momentum. Let's call it that. Of being in. Yeah, it was was kind of dissipated in a way because one, it was sold kind of aggressively. Um, they they manufactured my father manufactured a lot of that cigar, and you would see it on sale everywhere for a while, and that kind of sucked because that was a great cigar, great pricing regardless prior to any sale. But at the same time, you'll you'll grab a a bunch of a handful, two handfuls of my father's cigars, different cigars each, right? You, lay them on your hands right next to each other, and then you'll notice that there's one discrepancy, and it's Florida de las Antillas. That's the only my father's cigar that has a band that doesn't have the huge MF. You can't really notice. You walk into a humidor, and if you don't know that cigar, but you know my father, you won't take it You as won't know father. that it's in my father. I think the Jaime Garcia also doesn't have the huge MF, but but it still has the opulent styling. Correct, it has the yeah. opulent styling, and they, they, it's a very they use the, the same graphic designer for years. Everything that they do, even when they did the revamp of, of Fonseca, they they uh, actually documented that and they created a promotion of vid- video, which is amazing. Um, by the way, it's just fantastic. Just, we'll link it below. Yeah, don't be being probably won't, but don't be <laughs> being walking through the the factory and everything and the whole process of the design just. My props to them, but maybe that's why that cigar, you know, wasn't, you know, still not. You don't go back to it. Like uh, obviously, there's a few phenoms. Like the bull, the bull has five years since it was cigar of the year, uh, Ooh, and still sells like hot cake. We're going on to six because that was 2016. Yeah, and we're in 2022. Yeah, but they release uh, January 2017. Oh, yeah, because we're gonna so see the 2021 now in 2022. Yeah. Yeah. So that was five years ago since its release, and it's still hotter than ever. You can't place a, a, a bull up in the yard without having it snatched yeah. in, a, in a matter of seconds. The and only ones we, got quite a few for the sampler. I think, yeah, the only ones left in stock are in the samplers. We have a bunch in stock. We're just yeah. not putting them up because we don't want people to just like snatch them. It, they're they're going to be, they're, they have been regulated by La Flor and I'm thankful for the relationship that we have with Lido that they, they send us some product now and here and then, but here and there, but it's a it's a it's a phenom. It's like five years and it's still hotter than ever. But still, a number one cigar of the year should disappear the way that this cigar disappeared. And, and it's it's actually the the magazine aficionado doing that the marketing for them to a degree. So yeah. it's it's I think magazines and reviews, especially top ten lists, or yeah, top, let's call them top ten lists, even though there's twenty five. What they do is basically that magical element of marketing, which is mouth to mouth. Yeah, word to mouth is mouth to mouth, boca boca. Mouth to mouth. Mouth mouth to mouth is a different kind of industry yes. that we're not in. Yes, it's a French industry. It is a it is a different kind of industry. My bad, kids, uh, the three of you. Uh, but yeah, what we were saying. <laughs> what what is your take on that? I think it's fine. It's fun. I enjoy it. I, I I am enthusiastic about checking out each magazine's top cigars of the year, seeing uh, where I agree, where I mm, what I don't know. That's usually usually the ones I don't see coming are the ones that excite me the most, not the number one. So last year, I kind of saw the pledge winning coming because in my former employment. Uh, I did a lot of studying of 
Cigar Aficionado and how they come to be. And the pledge had a pretty impressive rating early on. What they usually do is they give it a low rating and then they re-rate it higher. Yeah. Uh, then you've had cigars that, like the AJF uh, Bellas Artes Maduro two years ago, had a really high initial rating. You thought it was going to be... Like up there, but then it was... Then it wasn't. It was Cigar Journal's Cigar of the Year. Um, but Yeah, I remember that. But it was like... It was, it was not even top five for Cigar Aficionado. And then you have something, some another cigar from AJ, the, but made by Hochi, the Sanatano Dominicano. She had an initial rating of like 94 or 95 last year. And, and then it went down to 93. And then Ernesto got 98 with the pledge. Which is, which is the highest ever. ever. And th- this is where you have to ask yourself. How many? I think there was a, there was a, there was a Cuban in the 90s that got, that got 100. A uh, Cohiba or something. But aside yeah, from from their they, Cuban uh, aficionado, mystique. usually includes a Cuban in the top five. Oh, they love Cubans because it's. I even uh, uh, looked up patterns of uh, origins, and the only one with a consistent pattern where I think it's part of the criteria. Let me guess, DR the last uh, four years. Oh, no, no, no. DR and Nicaragua show no correlation from year to year in terms of there being a pattern. Correct. But Cuba does. Yeah. So, aficionado, almost always, I think there was one exception. Yeah. Guarantees a spot. But DR had the last four cigar of the years. Uh, five. Four or five. Bull, Pledge. Um, yeah. Uh, La... Aging Room. The other, no, the other one. That's Nicaragua, though. That's, yeah, that, that's what I was, was going to say. That's not... That's Dominican. the exception. Yeah. Before that, it was Fuente Shark, Bull, Bull. Pledge, and the other one for Ernesto. Carrillo. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, uh, La Promesa. No. Um, no. Encore. Encore. And... Uh, Encore is a size. Yeah. For the Pledge. I remember the, the size. La... La... So there was... La Historia. La Historia was there number two in, in no. 2016, I think. I think no, it was number one. Ernie got two. Ba- he got uh, once. He got the uh, year before Age Room, then Age Room, then. We're talking about the brown wrapper. So right? it was Bull Shark Ernie Age Room Ernie. Yeah. No, we're talking about the, um, the the brown one. Nope. That that was cigar of the year. Before that, it was a number two. It was. Huh. I thought it was. Remember, Ernie's got the three. Big ones, which is the one with the baby blue foot yeah, band. That's that that's one. the one you're talking about. That's, that's La Historia. That's and the one. It was a number two. Yeah. Correct. So it, it was so a number two. There you have it. That's the, little, that's the minor <laughs> correlation that we yeah, have. Yeah, cigar aficionado ratings were my job for the longest time. <laughs> I, I, know, uh, I know a lot of them, I guess you could say by heart, uh, like the back of my hand. All right, so let's, let's put it to the test. What's winning this year? Yeah. Oh, I didn't do my homework this time. Right? Yeah, but well, I mean, you, you, gosh, you're a, you're an expert on 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 the matter. I'm no expert. I'm I was just obsessively doing it for a living. <laughs> you repeat, you you were the uh, the group of uh, the number one group the day before that shot twenty four and twenty five or twenty five and twenty five. Were you part of that group then? And now you're uh, going to be part of uh, group number no. three because you didn't you haven't done your homework and you haven't <laughs> yeah. done anything. Re- you're going to miss so. It. Like, no. What's your guess going to be? Like a, a no. Cuban Hoyo or something? Yeah, I haven't done my research. Okay. And I haven't smoked 
enough to know. enough because okay. the thing is I had a position change okay uh, at La Aurora so that wasn't my job okay uh, you don't want 20, you don't even want to take a guess no you don't have the basis to take a guess I don't I, th- I want to take a guess I haven't even read the magazine for most of the year I think I think I have a very strong feeling that my guy, Eric Espinosa, if the dogs care to shut up, neighbor, uh, nicely, neighborhood <laughs> dogs, they, they're not from here. Um, <laughs> and now the birds. The birds are louder. The birds are louder. There's a woodpecker like right in that palm tree. Do you see the... Uh, uh, he may not redhead? Be, yeah, redhead. I don't Beautiful. see it. He's, uh, in the, he's in the first palm tree right to the next of the uh, oh, so post. He's, He's by the wall. He's by the wall. Guys, right look at it over there. Yeah. Well, I, staying on track, I think Eric is, is going to win it with the uh, Azulejo. The oh, Laranja Azulejo. Beautiful name. And it's a phenomenal cigar. Very bold. Very, very bold. It's going to knock you on your behind. If you don't smoke full-bodied cigars, or at least medium to full-bodied cigars... I don't know if I'll start with this guy, but if you do, it's going to be one of the your favorite experiences as of recently. We don't even carry that cigar yet. We haven't even the put it in the pack, so just repping Eric and, and giving credit to where credit is due. Are we working on it? Yeah, probably. Probably had some... I mean, just got to give Eric a call and see if he has anything available. We'll, we'll bring it in. I'm pretty sure he's uh, he's moving that prop pretty well, but that that's something on the agenda. Um, I think the Azulejo... Um, either the Corona, the Long Corona, or the Toro. I don't know. Any size is fantastic. They all perform well. I think that's going to be the number one cigar of the year. Four cigar aficionados. There you have it. There's your guess. Well, prediction, I guess you could call it. Now, I guess the burden is on me to say something. Well, you can. That's fine. I don't want to put you on the spot because you haven't. You haven't really been. No, doing your your pre, your past life job, but <laughs> what is your take on why these movies like Blood Diamond or these cigars fade away a little bit in a way? Because they weren't at the top, at, okay. in the box office, or the the Academy ratings. Okay. So you're saying Leo should have at least one Oscar right I think now? He, I think he should have had <laughs> one there. Yeah, for sure. Like. Think about it. If that would have been yeah. his first Oscar, yeah, he he would have had like five. That five that would have, that would have been a movie. Box of Pandora. Like, let's just put it this way. Uh, my brother, he's a he's a professor now at the at the university. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, if Leo had won Best Actor there, I want his take on this. He would have highlighted. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll probably say he'll probably at least agree with Blood Diamond being remembered. Uh, more fondly if Leo had won his first Oscar there. Yeah. Uh, oh, by far. Yeah. I think he, won, he was a Academy Award winner that year. He's been an Academy Award winner a couple times. but He won with The Revenant for the first time. With The Revenant. Was yes. that it? Yes. Yeah. But that was after. Oh, it was way after. Yeah. It, it was... His first one was... The Connery. Revenant. Sean Sean Connery was at the... Uh... Oh, he passed away in the last... No, it wasn't Sean Connery. Damn it. Why can't I... Oh, I'm talking about uh, recent ones. I haven't given enough. Hannibal. Oh, I can't. Uh, 
Here's how much hey, I Siri. know about movies. <laughs> Who are the main actors in Hannibal? Here are some movies. Spider-Man. No. No Way Home. <laughs> Who were the main actors in Hannibal? No, that's not it. I got his face in my mind. I just don't know his name. Who were the main actors in Hannibal? You could say, show me the Hannibal cast. Try that. But he's, he's, Siri's trying to catch your voice now. Oh, sorry, Siri. Siri, can you show me the Hannibal cast? Still trying to pick up your, your, your noises. My noises? Yeah, let's go. Maybe the birds' noises. Mm. Hannibal. Um, nope, not that one. I mean, your series is not that one. My, my Google Assistant is Australian. That one. Anthony Hopkins. Jeez. Yeah, the Hopkins. Anthony guy. Hopkins. I, I, I knew that. Great actor. Unbelievable. Who won last year? So, to wrap up yeah. episode 10, a.k.a. 1 of 2022... What's your take on why these cigars are potentially forgotten the way they have? And you can relate it to cigars that you smoked five years ago and don't even think of picking it up even though they're in the market. It's something as simple as they're out of fashion. And, the, and fashion is determined by really market forces. And we know how unpredictable they are. It's just... Supply and demand, with hype, with... Uh, Speculation. Yeah, like all, all, all the sort of things that, that move market trends. It's, I think it's two sides of the same coin. So if uh, it's not a popular sell... I'm sorry, that's, it's not a popular sell. If it's not popular to market... At some point, it'll be forgotten. Or replaced. Or replaced. Which is probably the case in a lot of these. Padron, not the case. No, Padron's doing great. Flor de las Antillas, the case. Yeah. Even though my father's doing great. Quesadas, uh, Magnas, Casa and Vega. Sadly, uh, hopefully Liga FA. Well, it, uh, it's, it's been... Uh, it's been doing a fantastic job with us, at least. Hopefully, so. Liga Ifa revives a little bit of that enthusiasm again because they're putting their hearts into it. Yep. They're, they're putting their hearts into it. All right. Well, that concludes yeah. it for episode 10. We'll be uh, shooting another one next week. I'm and, feeling uh, it, dude. But in a good way. Nice. It's like... Uh, it's a nice little nicotine. Just uh, Oh, it's not the nicotine. It's... It's just... Body. Okay. You heard the man. Be ready. Be on the lookout for Tigers 2.0 potentially releasing anywhere between March and April. Probably April. Probably. With a trademark tiger stripe. Never called the barber pole before. No, 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 no. Thank you, everybody, for watching. <laughs> hey, guys, it's Alex, and if you enjoyed this episode or any other one from the podcast, check out our website, mycigarpack.com and cigaryard.com where we provide the most dynamic cigar subscription service in the market 
by collecting the world's best cigars and delivering them to your door and a enhanced online shopping experience when buying your cigars or learning from the culture. Subscribe to this channel, share it with your friends and family, and would love to hear your thoughts. You can contact us through our websites. Check it out, mycigarpack.com and cigaryear.com, our YouTube channel, the podcast. It's all an ecosystem. See you soon.